0: Log talk radio. What you want, 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 what you what you want, Come on. Hey, greetings, greetings, greetings. Happy Monday! what you what you Brody Sorrell, um, coming to you with another episode of Urban Warrior Declassified, where every, um, every day I am going to pretty much be going down some of the latest life hacks, fitness hacks, and um, things that you did not know that you need to know. So if you're on the struggle bus to losing weight, getting in shape, working out on the road, dealing with the stress in your everyday life, that is um, plaguing your fitness, then I am the guy that is going to help you overcome all of that type of stuff. so as always, Monday is motivational Mondays so what I'm gonna do to keep it short, keep it sweet I am going to go over two uh, two pieces of two two pieces of information that's going to help you become um, motivated or help you stay motivated while you are on your fitness goals so one of the things so the topic today is really going to be um, you need to learn how to clean out your closet mentally and literally when it comes down to working out and getting in, getting into shape, reaching your goals. And what do I mean about cleaning out your closet? As long as I've been trained and I've always got people who have um, certain excuses, you know, sometimes the excuses are legitimate, sometimes the excuses are not legitimate, but at the end of the day the excuses are in the way, they're road bumps to that are stopping people from achieving their goals. So they need to learn how – and, and what are these um, – or what is – I should say, what is the excuse that I'm really talking about? Um, it's simply just clutter, you know, clutter in people's lives, whether it's from work, whether it's from home, whether it's whatever. People may say, you know, I can't work out because I have to do this or I don't have time to work out because I have to do that. Well, if your health is something that's serious to you, what you need to do is you need to learn how to get rid of that stuff really before you even start getting ready to uh, achieve these goals. There is a certain thing that I've realized, a certain little rule, and the rule is when a person works out or when a person tries to work out for um, maybe like, Three times, if they don't achieve their goal three times, then after the third time, they may never really do that. so the first thing that people need to know is you need to you need to um if you're going to struggle to stick with your weight loss intentions, <clears throat> you have to practice integrity in other areas of your life, so you need to clean out your closet like fine like finally, so. Pay off your debts, make good on your promises with your friends, family, and coworkers. Practice sticking with promises or communicate, um, commitments I mean, um, you've made in other areas of your life in order to strengthen your own conscious belief that you were able to uphold these promises or losing weight that you made to yourself. (laughs) And that's important because a lot of times I notice that a lot of people do use certain excuses or certain other obligations to put off their own fitness. So they can't work out because they got to do something for somebody else or they don't have time because they have to do something. They have to go somewhere. They got to go out of town. They got to do whatever. So a lot of times people will get into a position to where it's like, you know, everybody has good intentions, you know, I want to work out or what have you. But when they start working out and they start going to the gym, it's like you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I don't want to go to the gym. Or, you know, they go to the gym and they get bored of the gym or what have you. And then they will – any excuse they can get to put off going to the gym, they are going to take full advantage of. No matter how big or how small, an excuse is an excuse, and an excuse is a way for them to put off working out or focusing on their own fitness. So all of that stuff, you know, deal any type of obligations you have to your family, um, any type of debts, any type of all that other stuff, classes, you know, like you tell your friend, I'll take a cooking class with you. Go ahead and handle that before you really start trying to work out. You told somebody that you'll help them move, handle that before you work out. Um, You got to babysit, handle that. I'll drop drop the kids, I got to drop my friend's kids off at soccer. Handle all of that stuff. Before you start trying to, you before you start um, dealing with your own fitness goals, because if you bring that type of baggage into your own fitness, um, you know, fitness journey, then you're already programming yourself to be like, okay, well, I'm not 100% committed to my own fitness. I'm only partially because whenever something else happens, I'm going to be quick to kind of jump ship and focus on that. And I know what a lot of people are going to say. Well, but you, but things happen. Da, da, da. I'm like, dude, that's, a, that's the beginning of that is the beginning of excuses. Okay, that is straight up. I'm gonna keep it hundred. That is the beginning of excuses. Some people do not know that when you start doing that, you are all you are almost already dooming yourself for failure. You know, when you accept the fact that there that that excuses happen, you will take full advantage. You will bite the bait, and you'll take full advantage of these excuses. So, um, like I said, you have to definitely handle all that extra baggage before you start your own fitness journey because once you try and fail three times after the third time, the chances of you actually achieving your fitness goals, like, drop significantly. And I'm not talking about, like, 2 or 3%. I'm talking about it becomes improbable that you achieve your fitness goals because you'll have too much of a bad taste in your mouth, um, like, uh, from not getting it done Or just from your being really ingrained into making excuses, and the life will give you more than enough excuses, and you don't need any more. So go ahead and handle that. And another one, another thing that's going to help you uh, clear out this, help you uh, achieve your fitness goals, to help you stay motivated, is you need to get rid of of, um, thin idols. Now, what do I mean by this? A lot of times, people will have like, oh, a celebrity in mind or whoever, or a model. They'll think about models, and they'll be like, "Well, I want to be like 105 pounds." I, this is probably one of like the top two or three things that I've ever had to encounter where somebody always wants to be like somebody who's skinny, like 105, 120 pounds, or what have you. Well, something I've learned something interesting recently, and um, it's when you're when you pin up and you're posting pictures of super thin models. Uh, it may seem like a good way to stay inspired, but according to a new study, it's more likely to hurt your progress. Like re- um, researchers in the Netherlands divided women who wanted to lose weight into two groups, and the first group was given a food journal with a photo fo- with a, a photo of a thin model or a bunch of thin models on the cover and interior pages, and the second group was given a journal with a neutral logo image on the front. And the, uh, the neutral group lost weight, and those given the journal with um, the super thin models actually gained weight. So scientists say that the images of the models discouraged the women by creating unrealistic self-standards um, and staring at photos of much thinner women while logging food intakes may have uh, made them feel like they didn't – that they'd never be able to achieve these goals so they stop trying instead of comparing yourself to unrealistic fashion models you need to stay inspired by posting images of you and your you know of you at your healthiest weight or check out um like realistic people before and after uh check out their photos so i felt like that was a really really um interesting and a very necessary one shoot a very interesting one that uh, a lot of people needed to know about. <clears throat> Excuse me, because I can I can honestly tell you that I can't tell you, or I can honestly tell you that I cannot tell you how many times somebody is comparing themselves to somebody else. And um, it's usually something that's very unrealistic. And a lot of times you, like, look at these magazines and a lot of these celebrities They get, like, Photoshopped and airbrushed, and they really don't look the way that you really think that they do. They do so many different tricks with these these photos. And the people, mainly women, who are looking at these photos are, um, they're, like, really, like, well, you know, I want to look like this person. But it's like, man, that person doesn't even look like that person, and that's, like, no lie. That person, you know, they got, like, they have, like, they a lot of times have body paint on. They definitely, they have face paint. They have, like, certain body paint to kind of create contrasts on their bodies to make their body look a little bit different. Um, Then they have the um, designers or the artists go in and, like, digitally render things and make it look a little bit different than they really do in real life. And then the person who is trying to lose weight or trying to get in shape is looking at this, and they're like, oh, you know, I want to look like this, I want to look like that. And I'm like, man. Like, 48% of that person doesn't even look like that, and you're trying to achieve, a, you're, you're trying to achieve their body, and they don't even have their body. And, um, you know, it's just one of those type of things that no matter how many times I say it, people are still going to do it, but you have to make sure that you don't do that, that you do not focus on trying to look like somebody other than and you. So, you know, just whether it was younger, find a picture of yourself from when you were younger, when you were healthier, when you were more in shape. And, you know, hang that up in your cubicle or keep that in your car or keep that in your gym bag and use that as a gauge, as a source of motivation that's going to help you um, <clears throat> help you stay motivated, opposed to an unrealistic picture, which, you know, you're going to sit here and you're going to try to kill yourself in the gym for maybe a month, and then, you know, the results aren't going to be what you think they are, and then you're going to get discouraged. You know that you don't want those type of images. You want more realistic images. Things that you had it before and you can achieve it again. You know, it's one thing to try to be something that you never were. It's another thing to be what you once were. That'll give you way more power than the than the um than the 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 first thing ever will. So, um, like I said, the two things that you really need to uh, remember. Or you need to, liter- you need to literally, um, or actually, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, literally clean clean out your closet, get rid of, like, old stuff that you don't want, like clothes that are, um, you know, too big. You don't need to see that stuff. You want to see stuff um, that reminds you of a healthier weight. Also, go ahead and keep stuff that's a little bit too small for you and let that be your gauge for your workouts. So instead of focusing so much on the scale, focus on the clothes that may be like an inch or so too small, and then focus on working out to fit into those clothes. Um, And as you start to get smaller, start getting rid of or donating the uh, the bigger clothes. So clean out your closet uh, mentally and literally and avoid thin idols. Do not, do not try to be like somebody whose body probably isn't even theirs. Focus on being your own idol. Be your own epic hero. Find yourself some pictures of yourself in high school, college, you know, before you got the sedentary job, when you played sports or what have you, when you were at your healthiest, and make sure that you are using that as a source of motivation to get to where you gotta, to, to where you want to be. Um, it's more realistic. It's going to greatly increase your chances of actually being there, opposed to using um, somebody whose body isn't their own. Also, look at other real people's um, before and after pictures. That's going to let you know that they're real people just like you. They can do it. You can do it. Um, it's not as hard as you think it is if you know how to if you know how to play play your hand well. Um, I guarantee you it is not as hard as you think it is. So, uh we're almost out of time for our for our 15 minutes. So, I want to thank you for tuning in for being here for supporting me. Uh it means a lot everybody who's listening. Um who is listening and who's going to listen. Make sure to go to brodycerel.org or go to actually start going to dot com. My, my website. Check out the uh my bl- everything is there. My blog is there. The, um, the podcast is going to also be there. Fitness videos are going to be there. Fitness challenges are going to be there. Snacks are going to be there. I'm doing a new thing called the Urban Kitchen, which is going to be dealing with a lot of weight loss and fitness foods. That's going to be on the um, website. <clears throat> the, um, the Urban Warehouse is going to be there where you can get discounts on um, tenet de- designer tennis or top-line tennis shoes and close everything you need, go to Urban Warrior, um, www.broderickstar.com. Check that out. And while you're there, make sure to become a, fan, a member of the Urban Warrior Fitness Squad. Just go ahead and enter your um, your name and email address and exclusive fitness tri- tips, tricks, secrets, and recipes every week. Uh, until next time, I'll check you guys out tomorrow. This is Brody signing out.